us unto our sister. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please, we can be seated. Hallelujah. In heavenly places. Amen. Amen. Anytime is Sunday, I am happy. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe you're also happy anytime it is Sunday. Amen. Because the same way we came to church, we always return not the same way again. Hallelujah. We return back as new people. Hallelujah. Say to your brother or your sister that I am going to return as a brand new person. I am going to return as a brand new person. The word of God will give me liberty. Everything that has captured my mind. My understanding. That is making me confused. Concerning the things of God. Today. Today, I will be enlightened. I will be enlightened. Today, Today, I will get understanding. I will get understanding. Today, Today, I will be relieved. I will be relieved. Today, Today, I will have liberty. I will have liberty. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes. Last week was awesome. Don't you think so? Last week, we had our first communion service, and it was awesome. Hallelujah. When I went back and I was, I was listening to the sermon, I was like, wow, God was awesome. Amen. It is not by might and it's not by power. It's God. Hallelujah. And anytime we come to church and we are listening to the word of God, you don't have to see the word of God like it's coming from the pastor, but you have to receive it like God is the one speaking to us. Hallelujah. And when we come to a place of accepting it that way, you understand that we don't put familiarity in place. We don't allow, oh, this guy, I know him. Or this guy is just a mere man. So what is he saying? Hallelujah. But when we take it as the oracles of God, we call something the oracles of God. In other words, words coming from God. Hallelujah. Words that were spoken by men of God from God. Hallelujah. When you take the word of God like that, it becomes meaningful to you. It changes your life. Hallelujah. And it makes everything in your life fruitful. The word of God brings life and peace. Hallelujah. Look, I feel in my spirit that today, before you leave here, somebody will have peace. Somebody will have peace. Me like this, I will have peace. And I know you will also have peace. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Today we want to start with a series on prayer. What I mean by a series on prayer is that we will not end this week. We will continue next week and then next two weeks on prayer. Yes. Then after, there is another interesting series that we will take over from then. Hallelujah. We are building our faith. Bible says faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. The right way to say it is faith comes by hearing and by hearing and by hearing and by hearing and by hearing the word of God. It means the more you hear the word of God, the more you continue in the word of God, the more you listen to the word of God and drink into the word of God, the more your faith in the word of God builds up. 
the more you believe in more you understand me yes that's how it is so for you to be a good christian you have to be built in the word of god hallelujah i want us to welcome our brother brother christian brother christian please say hi to everybody yes yes you're welcome we love you we love you hallelujah amen so we are going to start a series on prayer and we'll move on who remembers our month's motto or the word for this month our month of unity with the spirit remember last week i said it that we are in our month of unity with the spirit in other words this is the month where we have to really have fellowship with the holy spirit with oneness that is how we are going to grow in him that is how we are going to be strong in the spirit of the living god and in the things of god amen because by power shall no man prevail by strength shall no man prevail we can't really prevail we can't stand we can't overcome by our own strength it has to be through god and last two weeks i made a statement that the times that we are in is not normal times all over the world we see what that pandemic coronavirus is doing amen and it is the work of the enemy it is the work of the devil hallelujah and the devil is trying to also snatch so many people before god also changes them because he knows the time is near and for like two or three consecutive times when we pray my brothers they know we call them we pray at dawn I've, I've, I've been seeing this fire fall from the sky the time is near hallelujah so we also have to be prepared and put our homes in order amen so it is time for us to also be in unity with the spirit of god hallelujah amen. don't worry after our series on prayer our series on the word of god will come to the series of the holy spirit and we will learn how to walk with him we will learn how to how to how to listen to the directions of the holy spirit amen all right so let's come to what i i have for us today it is something that i didn't just prepare but it was impressed on my heart by the holy ghost hallelujah the series on prayers for us to be able to be in unity with the holy spirit it has to be through prayer and the word of god so we are coming to learn the aspect of prayer and how it matters in the life of a christian and how it can strengthen us as christians and empower us before we start i would like us to know something you know most of the time the reason why we become weak christians is because we fail to pray the reason why temptation is able to overcome us quickly is because we don't pray because when you pray you become mindful of the presence of god when you pray you become you know at a position that you're always in tune with the spirit of god so that when temptation is coming you are not moved when trials come you are not perturbed you understand me anything that comes your way you are already prepared in your mindset and in your spirit and you can overcome it prayer does all these things it is amazing how people miss out on prayer so many things that prayer does for us christians and i can tell you that it is somebody's prayer somewhere 
that is keeping us here today. Last time I said my mother has been praying for me each and every day. Especially when I tell her I'm going somewhere, she will just say a word of prayer. I don't know whether you remember. Yes, that's it. So I said a series on prayer. So you can write your topic if you have your notebook. Prayer, fellowship with God. That is it. Prayer, a fellowship with God. That's our, 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 script, um, our topic for today. Prayer, a fellowship with God. And it goes deeper than we think prayer is. Prayer goes deeper than we ever think it is. Amen. I would like us to read our introductory text from the book of Matthew chapter 21 verse 22. Matthew chapter 21 verse 22. Yes. Matthew chapter 21 verse 22. Like we always say, the word of God directs us. And the word of God brings us liberty. Hallelujah. So we don't have to just stand and rattle. You understand? We have to look into the word of God and take whatever the word of God has for us. Matthew chapter 21 verse 22. And I read. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer. In what? And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer. Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Hallelujah. All things and all things and all things. It didn't say some things. The Bible says, and all things. Just think about whatever. All things. It might be your school fees. It might be your health. It might be a problem that you are going through. It might be a case that has been brought against you. It might be a confused state that you have been in. Something, something is not making you sleep well. Bible says, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, there is a key word there. He said, believing, ye shall receive. He says, when you believe, anytime you pray, whatever you have prayed about, you shall what? Receive it. He says, you shall receive it. And we all know that Jesus Christ never lies. Because his word is himself. Last time we learnt it. He is his own word. So when he says something, he will surely do it. When he says something, it shall surely come to pass. And he says that whatsoever you pray about, when you believe, you shall receive. Whatever you pray about, when you believe, you shall receive. We have to know that God created man for one purpose. God created man, you and I, for one purpose. And that purpose is relationship. This relationship can be achieved through fellowshipping with God. Through fellowshipping with God. And we are in a month of unity. Praise the Lord. And this is through prayer. This fellowship is through prayer and then the word of God. But today, we are basing our topic on prayer. We will come to the word of God at the appropriate time. And this fellowship is through prayer. I said 
God created all of us for a relationship. One purpose, and that is a relationship. He wanted to have a relationship with you and I. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. He created us for a purpose. And that purpose is to have relationship with you and I. That is why when you read the book of Genesis chapter 1, after God had created heaven and the earth, and he created Adam and Eve, the Bible says, at the coolness of the day, in other words, at an appointed time, at a particular point in time, the Spirit of the Lord comes and then has fellowship or relationship with Adam and Eve. Have you ever read it in the Bible? That the Spirit of God comes and has fellowship with Adam and Eve. That was his purpose. So that he can always be with you and you will always be with him. God loves you so much that he wants to always be with you. He wants to always hear from you. He wants you to talk to him so that he will also talk to you back. That was the main purpose. From the beginning, that was the actual purpose for you and I coming onto this earth. And that purpose has never changed. That purpose has never changed. If that purpose changed, then God wouldn't find a way to bring in back that union, that communion, that fellowship with men. Because after Adam and Eve sinned, the Bible said, when they heard the voice of God in the garden coming, they went to hide themselves. Because they had sinned. And that was where condemnation started. And that was where separation started. So they ate the fruit and they died spiritually. Their communion, their fellowship was broken. But because God really loved the communion and fellowship with his children, he had to come down to make things right so that we can have that relationship with him once again, that fellowship with him once again. Through the death and burial and resurrection of Christ Jesus, we had that union once again. And we are able to enter into the place of prayer. We also learn about the place of prayer. That will be our latter our letter topic when we are ending prayer, the series of prayer. Do you know that in the olden days, when they did the tabernacle of, of God, okay, they had layers. That is, they had room. They had the inner chamber. They had the outer chamber. And then they had the oldest of oldest even ahead of the inner chamber. So it's like when the priest as of a foreigner, when they are going to make any prayer unto the people of Israel, for the people of Israel, sorry, they will enter into their inner court. But before they go to the holies of holies, they have to pass through certain processes because God can't stand sin. And God can't look at sin. So therefore, there had to be certain things to be done to consecrate them. Otherwise, when they go there, and there was this slightest sin on them, they would die. So even a veil, like a curtain, was used to cover where the ark of God was, the covenant box. That is where the holies of holies is. That is where they believe the presence of God is. And that was where it was. Before they go, they have to be washed, they have to be cleansed, they have to put some blood on their dress and other things to consecrate them. 
and then they will tie a bell on their on their dresses bell you see when you're moving the bell makes noise kikri, kikri, kikri. now when they go inside the people out there will be listening to the bell because you'll be moving over there if they don't hear the bell again it means you are dead it means there was a sin on you and you entered the presence of god and because of the sin you will die all right this was before jesus christ came so they tie the bell and when you go inside and you are coming they will hear on your leg tingling 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 but if they don't hear it it means you didn't consecrate yourself well and you are dead so then people were afraid going to the presence of god but glory be to god when jesus christ came and he died on the cross that same veil that separated people from entering into the presence of god the bible said it tore and was divided into two and it means that it gave you and i access to even go to the presence of god without worrying without doing those consecrations through the blood of jesus christ so now me and you we can pray and flow in the presence of god we can pray and feel the presence of god we personally can go to the presence of god without maybe a pastor leading us there so right now you can pray on your own you can go to the presence of God. Praise the Lord. So that that relationship can be kept. That relationship can be kept again. Praise the Lord. It's, 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 it's very important. We just see prayer to be like, I'm just rattling something or saying something. But it goes deeper. It is relationship with God. Hallelujah. There are times, you know, the thing is, that is how we get most of our requests and needs met. And that is how we receive answers to our desire. You know, prayer is like you going to make a request unto God. Your heart's desire. You are pouring it down unto Him. And that is how most of the time we get our, our request answered. Through prayer. Okay? That's how we get our request answered. But you know, there are times in the life of Christians that we bring our needs to the throne room. When I say the throne room, I'm talking about the presence of God. There are times we bring our needs to the presence of God. You understand me? And in both our secret places and in public, sometimes we pray in the secret places in our rooms. Or we come together as a church and we pray, bringing our needs to the presence of God. Hmm. We also apply various norms or processes just to see the fruition of answers of, 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 of our prayer. All right? We do so many things. Sometimes we speak in tongues. Sometimes we, 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 you know, we pray crying. Sometimes we pray you know, in our heart. We do so many things just to see our prayers answered. But we don't see the fruition of it. Sometimes these prayers are never answered. Sometimes they are injured by certain things. So the real purpose for today's teaching is that we are going to learn how to, you know, understand what prayer is. We are going to learn why our prayers are injured. We are going to learn the right way to pray. And then finally, we will learn the types of prayers. Hallelujah. So this is what the series is going to entail. And I said, we'll learn the type of prayers from next week. Today, we are going to learn what prayer is. We're going to learn how our prayers are in depth. 
that is when i say hindrance it means what prevents our prayers from going to god look anytime you pray eh, it goes to god like a sweet scented aroma like a vapor it rises up to god into heaven 